Welcome to Victorious Living. Now you can't form Christ in you without the Word. You cannot form Christ in you without meditating the Word. That's just thinking about the Word. Time, you know, you don't do it 24 hours a day, but you do it throughout the day. Realizing there's something being formed in you. And until Christ be formed in you, the human nature is still more predominant in them. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. On today's broadcast, Pastor Cowan will be sharing with us a message he's entitled, Growing Up Spiritually. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares Growing Up Spiritually. And so he uses the word formed until Christ be formed in you. Well, now, if Christ is going to be formed in us, that means we must have some revelation of what Christ did for us. And you can tell if Christ is formed in you when you come face to face with a crisis. And once you come face to face with a crisis in your life, whatever, whatever, however, whatever uh, it might be in your circumstances there, when you come to church, but if that's not addressed, not just from the preacher, if that's not addressed from the people who listen, and you walk away doubting Christ has not been formed in you. You may be a child of God, yes. You have believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ, but you're not growing. Amen. And the Bible teaches us that we are to grow. The Bible teaches us that we are to grow in grace. You can't grow in grace unless you're growing in the word. And so growth becomes one of the more important aspects of our walk with God that we form Christ in our belief system. We form Christ in our thought system. We, uh, we, uh, we form Christ when we're out walking among people, out working among people in your business or whatever it might be. If Christ is formed in you, you will want to tell somebody else about Jesus. And so I, I've heard people say, well, I don't do that because I don't want them to feel like I'm a religious nut or, or a, a religious fanatic. Maybe there's a better way to say that. A religious fanatic. All right, who do you care who thinks the most of you, them or him? There is a huge difference. So people come to church because they feel good, because they've come, but they haven't gained anything. So Christ must be formed. Paul said, I, I am travailing again with the people at Galatia. He said, I am, I am travailing. It's connected with, with birth. 
as a woman would give birth to a baby. He said, I am travailing again that Christ will be formed in you. Now, you can't form Christ in you without the word. You cannot form Christ in you without meditating the word. That's just thinking about the word. Time, you know, you don't do it 24 hours a day, but you do it throughout the day. Realizing there's something being formed in you. And until Christ be formed in you, the human nature is still more predominant in them. How many of you listening to me? So it's one thing to come to church and feel like you're spiritual all the while you lean to the carnal side of life. Amen. There was a hush that fell over the crowd. Jesus is coming soon. And he's not going to pat you on the back just because you came to church. He's going to commend you, us, we, we and whomever. He's going to commend us for how we allowed God or Christ or Jesus to be formed in us so that we take it on the outside of the four walls and let people see what we have been learning. Whether you're doing it at home, learning at home, learning at church, or wherever you're learning in a Bible study, whatever, the word is what forms you. The word becomes your foundation. And just like a house or a building, a structure has to be, has to have a foundation. If you don't have a foundation of God, of Christ under you today, the circumstances of life and the responsibilities of life will wash you away. Till you have no desire, it'll wash the desire out And so sometimes, you know, if you haven't seen people, you know, uh, at church for a while, maybe five or six weeks, five or six months, they sometimes might, might say to you, well, good to see you. I'm, uh, how are you doing? Well, I haven't been doing so good. And so why? Why have we not be, been doing so good? Because our foundation is being washed away by the carnal side of life. Amen. And you know, it doesn't matter, I guess it does matter how we address ourselves to the Word of God. Because when you get to heaven, He's not going to tell you, my, what a great musician you were. What a great teacher you were. What a great person you were. You know what I'm saying? That, no, he's going to judge us with the book. By the book. Not by what you think or what I think, but by the book. And so we see then that Paul wrote, writes here in Colossians chapter 3, verse 8. Now, this is not a sermon that makes you get up on your pew and, you know, and dance along the back of the pew, but yet it is an important part, very important part. Colossians chapter three, verse eight, 
but now you also put off all these things. Now you also put off. Now, he did not say this. Now you pray that God will put these things off of you. It, it never mentions God taking them off of you. It mentions me putting them off. And he's given me a helper that helps me put them off. Now, if I'm not paying attention to the, to the helper, then they're not being put off successfully. And so here he says again, but now you also put off all these things. Anger. Have you ever got angry? Yes. Have you ever said something when you were angry you shouldn't have said? Have you ever acted in such a way that you should not have acted just simply because you got mad? You have. We all have. But, but the word said, what does the word say? Put them off. So what else does the word say? Be angry and sin not. Anybody in here ever sin when you got angry? It's a, it's a low response there. I have. You have. We have. But yet the Bible, if I'm going to form Christ in me, I'm going to do what the word says for me to do. Otherwise, God can't be formed in you. Christ can't be formed in you. You may, well, I believe in Christ and one of these days I'm going to heaven and we're going to shout glory on the way up. Okay, okay. But you're not doing that yet. You're not floating up yet. You're not going up yet. Amen. And so he said, now, but now you, you also put off. Now use the word also meaning there's other things that you put off. But yet at the same time, you flip that and there are things you put on. But now you also put off all these anger and wrath and malice and blasphemy and filthy communication. Filthy. Now that don't mean you're out there cussing like a sailor. It does not mean that you're out there using four letter words that we classify as, class, as cursing. To curse in God's presence is when we express doubt. Because the Bible tells us we don't, don't do that. But we do that. And we expect God to do, forget what he said and pay attention to how I'm feeling. So I have to feel just right. To, to even make a statement like, boy, you know, God was really there today in this earth because I felt him. Well, what did he feel like? No, you don't judge God's presence by how you feel. You judge it by your faith. Oh, Lord, I'm, I'm way off of my subject. All right. And, and so you can see then that we go our merry way. People do. Now, you know, to, you know, I know somebody's going to come up to me and say, well, I'll tell you right now, that didn't apply to me. You, you just missed it. It already has. You wouldn't have said what you said. <laughs> you wouldn't have been so bold to express that cussing. Yes, sir. 
doubt and unbelief to God is profanity simply because he tells you don't do that. So if you've ever been angry, do what the Bible says do. I haven't always done that. And, uh, but yet I don't think I'm floating this boat alone. Sometimes we get way out in the deep water floating our own boat. And we didn't leave, we didn't have a paddle. Boy, you get out in the deep water and hadn't got a paddle and you can't see the shore. You're in trouble. Okay, let me see if I can finish this right here. But now you also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. Well, now we get saved sometimes, but we still, get, still got this little sack of deeds. Huh? And so when the right occasion... It's our hope that today's message, Growing Up Spiritually, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 40. Today's special offer number is 40. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.